This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got three things you need to hear so you can be in the know today on this Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And you're three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three, that's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. This was the first thing I saw this morning. And you guys, I need to sign up for YouTube Red immediately after seeing the trailer for the new YouTube Red exclusive show, Cobra Kai, based on the Karate Kid. Fighting positions. I just don't know why you'd ever want to bring back Cobra Kai. We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. You may know the moves, but none of that matters unless you have balance. Are you ready to learn the way of the fist? Yes, Johnny, you and I, this, we aren't done. Oh, I got goosebumps. You're excited for Cobra Kai? I am. What are you, a 16-year-old boy? I loved, loved the Karate Kid movies. All of them. Around! Does this have anything to do with the original? Yeah, it it stars um, both William Zabka's Johnny Lawrence and Ralph Macchio. William Zabka's Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence was the character played by William Zabka, so he's back. And Ralph Macchio as Daniel LaRusso, also back, starring in this movie. It 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 harkens back to the old uh, All Valley competition uh, where the two of them faced off, and uh, Daniel's son won. I, sorry, spoiler alert. Over Cobra Kai, which was this. Um, Karate studio that was a bunch of cheaters, cheating, cheating, cheating pants. Yeah. Um, and they were bullies and they were horrible people and they were, and they always showed up in the movies and they were just jerks. And so, yeah, it's like the, the you know, listen, I, I, I always say 2018, the year of the reboot, like we don't have any imagination. We keep on bringing back old stuff. Yeah. This one like hits the nostalgia right in the right spot for me. And it's, the fact that they got the two people who played the parts to come back and and re like sort of reembody those roles that's kind of what makes it exciting for me. Yeah. And there's enough I new in it. I never realized you were such a Karate Kid fan. Oh, I love Karate Kid. I like to wax on and wax off. Ew. I like Sounds to gross. I like to yeah. Yeah. Behind door number 2, let's see what we've got. Um this is awkward, but um we've all been pronouncing the location of the 2018 Winter Olympics 
incorrectly. Pyeongchang? Wrong. Why? Pyong wrong. Uh, because I don't know why NBC is doing it wrong. So we've all been doing it wrong. Now I would like for you to uh, listen to somebody from the Asian American Journalists Association teach us how to actually pronounce the name of the location of the 2018 Winter Olympics. I'm Stefan Kim, Media Watch co-chair at the Asian American Journalists Association. We've been getting a lot of questions from American journalists about the correct pronunciation of the Olympic host city. The correct pronunciation is Pyeongchang. Chang, ah, ah, like when you go see your doctor, ah. Pyeongchang, Pyeongchang, Pyeongchang. Wow. Yeah, we've been saying it all wrong. I kind of feel like nobody's going to say Pyeongchang. Uh, well, not now. No. Because it's too but, late you know, now. See, this, is the, this is what I always um, think about in, store, in, in cases like this. Like, we don't say croissant. Unless you're my mother. And we don't say, like, um, Mexico City mm-hmm. or Ciudad de Mexico or whatever Mexico City is in Spanish. We we kind of, you know, screw pronunciations up to fit our own language. Language. So, you know. And unless you think that other, I mean, other languages don't do the same thing. You can within the confines of your own language. But. Right. Right. Unless you think that other languages don't do the same to our language. For example, Bradley in Japanese, McDonald's is. Maku Donardo. So it's close. Yeah. But it's they don't not say McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. No, and also we don't say karaoke. Yeah. If you walk into a room and say, "Hey guys, do you want to go to karaoke?" Yeah. People are like, "Are you a douchebag?" Yeah. Um, it's karaoke to us. Mm-hmm. But I get that. You know, it's. In, I find it to be interesting that we've all been pronouncing it wrong. I will say, most every Chinese word you've ever said out loud is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it's just there are certain things that, you know, maybe aren't too shocking, but. But it's good, you know, nonetheless to know. I would I mean, like it, to the, amend my previous statement about the, the the movie that I loved growing up. It is not Karate Kid. It is yeah, karate. karate Kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kodomo no Karate. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is you don't like the Olympics, so you shouldn't have brought this story to us. It defeats your purpose. No, actually, it totally promotes my purpose, which, which is, is that uh, the Olympics are also teaching us how to say other uh, countries' words wrong. No, it's not the Olympics, honey. Actually, the Olympics is trying to do the right thing. And that's actually one of the things I appreciate about the Olympics, which is why I said you shouldn't have brought this story, because what this is an opportunity to do and what your segment just did was prove the point of the Olympics, which is we get to learn something about other people. Yeah, I mean, I'll just learn it in a different way. I'll just read it in a different book. try, whatever. Bye! (laughs) And here it is behind door number one. Oh, you want me to go Mm -hmm. now? Okay, all right, sorry. Oh my God, you know who my favorite person is? Me? Not. Thank you. I'm so glad that you finally realized how much you love me. You didn't even let me say my words. I was trying to say, Okay. do you know who my favorite person is, dot, 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 not? But then you inserted yourself, so it made it sound like you are not my favorite person. Which I am. (laughs) Clearly. Do you know? Let me. Can we do this? Do, again? It, okay, do it again, Holly. Okay. And here it is behind door number one. Do you know who my favorite person is? Not Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, yeah, most days, right? But Oprah Winfrey is also mm. one of those people. Did you know she talks to God? 
Um, I think she has a direct line, actually. A lot of people talk to God. Does God talk back to her? I think so. Uh, But here, let's have a listen. Oprah's talking about her uh, conversations with God regarding uh, a run for president. Never looked outside for other people to tell me when something, when I should be making a move. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't I know? Because if if God actually wanted me to run, wouldn't God kind of tell me? And I haven't heard that. I do feel that I have a responsibility as a person who has a big voice in this country to use it to promote justice and kindness and goodwill. But it never has felt to me that that was supposed to be political. And it still does not feel that to me. So I am actually humbled by the fact that people think that I could be a leader of the free world. But it's it's just not in my spirit. It's not my DNA. Okay, two things about that. Mm-hmm. One, I completely appreciate the honesty that she's speaking about. If if indeed you believe what she's saying, what she's saying is I realize that I am not, you know, I am not meant to be uh, running for president and I therefore will not. Which is awesome because yes. I think there are a lot of people who probably know they shouldn't run for president and they do. Right. Whether to advance their career, what have you. Um, but the other thing is that notion of like, did she say like at the very beginning of the clip? Never look outside. Holly, I'm sorry. Can you play the beginning of that again? Never looked outside for other people to tell me when something, when I should be making a move. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've never, I've never looked, looked outside. outside for people. She's apparently would prefer to have a relation, a uh, conversation with God. I don't want to get into that so much as like, shouldn't you, don't you think maybe... You should be involving people outside of you to help you to have those conversations. Yeah, to help you um, organize your strengths, maybe, or understand. Yeah, yeah, what your I, role might be, or yeah. I, again, I'm quibbling with words, but I, I was, I, I did appreciate the refreshing nature of her admitting that um, she's just not cut out for that because I don't think she would be because it's been very easy for Oprah. Yeah. You know, the reason people think very highly of Oprah is because she has lived inside of a bubble that is to a large extent, as she just said, self curated. So she's been very successful. People love the image that she's curated for herself. They appreciate that. But I think once she were to enter the, the uh, uh, Coliseum of politics, Things would she would not be in control. I think you know. To your point, I think she's she she's better she better serves the world not being in politics than she would if she were in the White House. That is a man. Let me tell you what that is not a job that uh, I think many are strong enough to take on. In the sense that you are you can make a lot of people happy. And you can tick off a lot of people at the same time. And Oprah, well, you have to open up yourself in a way that she doesn't have to. Right. And that's the thing is, is that Oprah, where she is right now, it's kind of a safe place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she safe. can, like you said, curate kind of what's around her and the people who love her, love her. Um, and she probably does affect change far better outside of the White House. When you have billions of dollars, you can live in your own reality. Yeah. And for her to enter the political... Um, craziness um and i don't i don't begrudge anyone for thinking that that's a place they don't want to go because i certainly wouldn't want to right? go there so i'm not blaming her for that but Mm-mm. yeah no i but i'm i'm with you i'm i'm glad that she arrived at that thanks oprah thanks opes okay when we come back elizabeth reese is coming in hot with a dirt alert 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 
the wonderful, intelligent, beautiful oh, Elizabeth Reese man. is here with a dirt oh alert. Will you come hang what out are you my bathroom to and do, do for my you, I just want, you know what? for me? I just want to affirm you because I think you do good things. Oh, in my life. love. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, she feeds it. me. I do. Every oh time Bradley comes today to co-host the, the show. Er, not today. Uh, this was the best week of my life. I gave, you know, Bradley was off sugar and he was like really in this place of I'm not doing sugar and I've been really proud of him. And then I tempted him and I said, you do you. If you don't want to eat the sugar on Twin Cities Live when I've brought you like amazing <laughs> donuts on uh, Fat Tuesday and I've brought you these amazing macarons, you do what you need to do. And Bradley caved so fast, your head would spin. It was so I'm not, it was You know so what? It. It was I'm proud it. of you for uh, for your willpower, and I'm proud of you for caving. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely. The, the, I still think about those macaroons. I know. See, and it was worth it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, Elizabeth Reese, she does not believe in food regret. No, no I don't. I don't believe no in any regret, guilt. Good. No, no okay. guilt related to food. Actually, no guilt related to a lot of things, unless you've committed a crime. That being said, let's move on to Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau, shall Speaking we? Speaking of a crime. Man, I just was scrolling through Twitter last night obsessively, which I need to curb my Twitter addiction. I've gotten a little out of control lately, but I was glad that I was doing it because Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau put out this statement saying, it's done. They're over. They're splitting. And apparently she tried the whole living in New York City thing with Justin Thoreau, but at heart, she's a California girl. New York City wasn't ever going to be home for her. It is kind of interesting when you look at these two, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau, who, by the way, have been together for seven years, married for two, and just announced their split. She is the epitome of, like, California girl. He is the epitome of, like, angsty combat boot wearing New York City guy. Yeah. And maybe if they would have just tried to live in Chicago or Minneapolis, it would have worked out. Uh, Except for that she would not have been happy. I know, that's true. Because uh, because California girls need the ocean. Okay. But do we also think that that's the real reason or is that just the reason we're being fed because the real reason is just too salacious? I don't know. Can I also just throw this out there? How long did they date before they got married? Like five years. It was a long time. But remember, he was with his longtime girlfriend and then left that girlfriend for Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. And there was like some kind of speculation about what the overlap was. I just feel like that you, you use that time to work that stuff out so that you don't find yourselves now two years into marriage and going, Oh, it's the, it's the bi-coastal thing. Look at Brangelina. I know. I mean, I'm just you saying. Get, like you've been together for a long time and then you get married and then it falls apart. I don't even. But for them, the it wasn't the bi-coastal living. That if that's what was... they're pointing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
at. Yeah. Then I'm saying, well, you, okay, you, you could have figured that out before. They were most recently spotted together, Justin and Jen, during their vacation in Mexico. They went with Jason Bateman and uh, Amanda Anka in December. Sources close to Justin Thoreau are saying that that Amanda Anka was trying to help Justin and Jen stay together. That's Jason Bateman's wife. That she convinced Justin to go to Cabo. She was had been the mediator and was trying to help them work through their problems. And their Cabo trip was a make-or-break vacation. They went away with their friends hoping to have fun and work on it. Now, um, Can splitting. I also just point out, like, I don't know how people do these things, but because I ain't a fabulous celebrity. <laughs> but, um... The idea that you would go away on a trip with another couple and save your marriage. It's interesting. Some people, though, have, um, you know, like there are small groups with churches, right, where people like really get into their relationships and Mm -hmm. their marriages and know like I know people who are really into their church relationships and they know which marriages are struggling and they're talking through it and trying to help people. They kind of view it as more of like a village situation. That's just because I would think you'd need to focus and like having like a beach doesn't seem like a good focus for like working on the reality of your relationship. It's definitely. Yeah, because vacation relationship is more fun. I love yeah. vacation relationship. relationship. Right. I just, oh, I, I just feel relationship like, is like easy. taking yourself out of reality yeah. to work on reality doesn't. I mean, I think this that's is a fair point. Approach, Bradley. No, but, I think yeah. you're making a really fair point and it is yeah. a good it's a good analysis. Let's talk about the Internet, though, going crazy that. Oh, my gosh. Look who's single now. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Guess what? They're not going to get back together. Yeah, you guys, I think Ben there done that. I mean, thank God. Th- we maybe we being the public who have no idea what happened in their relationship truly. Yeah. We maybe want it to happen, but no. But do you want to go back with, to be with the person that you yeah, broke like up with Yeah, like the years only ago? reason people want that is cuz they're celebrities. Yeah, like that's nobody it. in right. their right mind would be like, "Oh, remember that person I dated like 10 years ago? I'm totally calling them up cuz the world just doesn't really have anything else to offer me." <laughs> Sources are telling People Magazine, Brad and Jen haven't seen each other in ages. For well over a decade now, they've lived totally separate lives. So not surprisingly, they have become totally different people than who they once were when they were together. That being said, if Brad Pitt is making a real effort at sobriety, which there were rumors that his like pot use was a deal breaker mm-hmm. in him and Jennifer Aniston's relationship, you know, maybe maybe his sobriety has made him the person that he was at the beginning of that relationship, which could mean that someday, I don't know, guys, I'm not going to hold my You're breath. holding out hope. I will not hold out any hope okay. for that. Okay. That's Even good. though, deep in my soul, if those two got to back together and then Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey also got back together. I can't even talk about that. I think it would be great. That one really hurt me. It really hurt me too. And I it like did. to make I reference to it as much as I can. Also, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. I would like it if oh, those so two would reunite too. Because he is just foul. I know, but it just was fun and I liked it. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> but there guys, are things out there you I don't will give know you the, that, you, that you're going to like even more, just waiting to be found. I will give you true. the Jessica Simpson, Nick Lachey thing too. That they were better with each other. Even though when you go back, Colleen, and watch the first episode of Newlyweds, you will understand that it was doomed from the beginning. Is It'll this, be an angsty thing Is this for you. chicken I'm eating or is this tuna? It, One of my favorite moments. And oh. he hated her. He I mean, I think he just moment, was like, you cannot be this dumb. In that moment, he hated her guts. <laughs> he did. And it was over. Um, okay. Black Panther getting tons of attention. Very exciting. Big new movie. I love the headline. Black Panther pounces on Thursday screenings with $25.2 million. You know what's fun about superhero movies? Superhero movies of today, which aren't always featuring no offense, Bradley. 
the white man as the superhero. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, You've don't had your I, day. I was like, why am I taking offense <laughs> to that? No, I don't take any offense. Bradley Trainer, who is, side note, the white man wearing a very fascinating grandmother cardigan over yes. his shoulders yeah, right he's now. He's draped in it. Yesterday, he was also <laughs> lifting, lifting hand weights. I did post a video. Because people wonder how he stays so fit. Oh and that gosh. is his secret. You and Julia are morphing into the same yeah. person. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you sit in this chair. You become <laughs> Julia. So Black Panther poised to make history at the box office. It is doing great. It broke the February preview night record previously held by Deadpool. So that's a really good sign. Uh, also, it's opening surpassed Captain America Civil War, which earned $25 million from its first showing. So it is a big deal. Angela Bassett talking about this, um, and she said that you know this is much more than a comic book movie she says this is something we've never seen before and she said we would tell our kids you're kings you're of kings and of queens talking about african americans in mm-hmm. this country she says we try to instill a sense of pride and this is the moment where we can look on that screen and see all of that history that we've read that if we've been privileged to go back to the motherland to experience to see it manifested on screen mm. for the first time as someone who grew That's up beautiful. not seeing much of himself in television and right. movies, yep. I can appreciate what um, what people enjoy about the meaning of this movie, other than the fact that it's just a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. From what I've heard, because I've not seen it That's yet. what I think is cool, is that that's the same thing about Wonder Woman, is that first and foremost, you just say, it's a great movie. Then after that, you can go into the deeper meaning of it, because I think it's about these stories are great stories that should be told regardless of the color of your skin or the gender right. that is on it. And then you get to that yep. significance after. So this anyway. is kind of a weird time for me to tell you I didn't really like Wonder Woman. We can <gasps> talk about that later. But right now, <laughs> we need a caller. 651-641-1071 to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. Everybody catch Elizabeth Reese on her next Dirt Alert at 520 and on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock today. My top... seconds to answer five questions and if you get them all right you can win a prize but only at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and this is our 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge and who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Betsy on the line. And what's she playing for, Halls? She's playing for a Blu-ray DVD of the movie Wonder. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. In the Disney movie series Herbie, Herbie is what type of car? A Volkswagen Beetle. Elton John is most known for playing what instrument? Piano. Who was the founder of Playboy magazine? Hugh Hefner. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie starred on what reality TV show? The Simple Life. The cartoon character Popeye gets his super strength from what food? Spinach. Yes! You did it! Yes! Wow! 
Betsy, congratulations. Congrats, Betsy. Thank you. You won that Wonder Blu-ray oh my pack. God, with Congrats. time to spare. That was amazing. Uh, and thank you for playing today, Betsy. And uh, the rest of you, you can play that every day, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's called our 30-second pop culture challenge. Um, and I'm proud of her. Good job, Betsy. Those were some... Uh, All right. Now, when we're done with the 30 second pop culture challenge, the very next thing we like to do is solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items provided by Holly. And we call it blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. Let's start off today's blinded by the item with a blind item from crazydaysandnights.net that is confirmed, meaning that there is a name attached to this blind Mm -hmm. item. We have a B list celebrity who is an A plus list athlete. Okay. B plus list celebrity who is an A plus list athlete. This B plus list celebrity who is an A plus list athlete in her sport refused to take pictures with several of her teammates. She said that maybe if they were lucky, she would take one uh, one with them sometime. And she said she wonders why people don't like her. Okay, so it's a girl athlete. It is a female it's a athlete. lady athlete. It is, it is, uh, yes, it I'm is, sorry. <laughs> it is a. We fe- call them women now. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, She's an athlete. No. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So it's a female woman-y athlete. Yes. Uh, Okay. And she's an A plus list athlete in her sport. And a B plus list celebrity is shocking because I cannot think of a famous female athlete who's also... A celebrity? Okay, so celebrity in as much as she has dated a celebrity. But a team sport. No. She, well... Kind of. So she is an individual athlete who is currently competing as part of, of a, a team. team. She is representing a team. So it's a gymnast. Uh, no. No. Basketball. No, Hockey. she's not no, she's not playing on a team. But like there's there are a bunch of people who are also playing the sport as individuals. And so then Tennis? those individuals form a collective group. What? You are She's at the Olympics, people. I know. Well, I know, but I'm like... there and you guys know me in the Olympics. I don't know who's there right now. She's very famous for her sport. In oh no, fact, is it skating? Lindsay Vaughn. Oh, that was good. I mean, it's the good only answer. like She's from here, isn't she? Yeah. Yes, All right, so read the blind item. <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn refused to take pictures with several of her teammates. She said that maybe if they were lucky, she would take with one with them sometime. And she wonders why people don't like her. Lindsay Yikes. Vaughn. Yikes. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah, she's not winning the gold in, the, in those friendships, it sounds like. I kind of feel like if you're uh, an Olympic athlete, you don't need to be nice. You just do you. <laughs> what no? else does that apply to? Because I want to. Because I'm not going to be an Olympic. I mean, I, Olympic uh, athlete. Olympus. A what? I'm not going to be in the Olympics. Um, I just am wondering if there's another area of yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, that life. To. I don't care if you're. I mean, you know. Okay, you have to be a good person, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like, oh, let me. Like, I don't care about that, right? <laughs> I mean, fake. You know, niceness doesn't. Like, that's not a skill. Right. Right. That is worthy of like, if you're just really good at what you do, who cares if you're kind of a jerk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to agree with me. No, I know. I'm just trying to think of, you know, where I can do that, (laughs) where I can incorporate that more into my life. You know, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. To another confirmed blind item. Blinded by 
item. This confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net concerns three individuals. We have an A-list singer, an A-list illiterate model, and an A-plus singer. Three so All literate, not occurred. illiterate. For the record, yes, illiterate, okay. meaning <laughs> not somebody who can't she, read. She can read. Okay, I think. Okay, we don't All know. Right. We don't know. Apparently, this A-list singer mm-hmm. and this A-list illiterate model are best friends now. Mm. That is really bad news for this A-plus oh, list is this singer. A confirmed? Yes, is this a confirmed so blind item? Katy Perry and Carly Kloss. Yeah, yeah and the, and the A-plus lister is uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay, so. Fill in the blanks. We we got that one was too fast. All right, so us. we'll fill in the blanks so we can mm-hmm. digest the whole complete blind item. Mm-hmm. So Katy Perry and Carly Kloss are best friends now. That's really bad news for Taylor Swift for keeping things quiet because whatever the model tells the singer, meaning Carly Kloss tells Katy Perry, will end up in a tabloid, <gasps> including the big secret. Ooh, okay, I can't wait for the big secret. So um, we did this when both of you were gone, I believe. Um, and I, at the time, I asked the question, what's the big secret? Do either of you have a guess? Because I have a guess. Well, didn't we, I have a guess as well. Did, didn't we bring up the big secret the other day? Or was that somebody else's big secret? We talked about Taylor Swift uh, having like writing credits on a bunch of different. Oh, no, this is a different big secret. I think that this blind item is alluding Lesbian. to. Oh, Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift had a relationship yeah. in the past. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I always assume. Because, like, Taylor Swift, is she's a lesbian. Um, you're supposed to say it like that under your breath. Are you? Um, if it's the 1980s, maybe. But uh, because, you know, that's the rumor anyway, that, like, she couldn't be openly gay. So she's having a relationship on the DL. Oh, interesting. That is, like, a huge rumor, too. Yeah. So. And Carly Kloss being... A lesbian is a thing, right? We know that. No, I don't know. I don't know know if we know that for sure. I don't think she's ever really said anything about her dating life officially. Hmm. Maybe I just saw her name on the memo. Okay, I apologize. I'm going to need to spend an entire month. I'm going to need to spend an entire 24 hour period digging deep into the internet to research their relationship because there is a lot. I'm just saying, there's lots of oh yeah photographs, etc. Yeah, I feel like we have talked about that secret at some other point on the show. We have, because yeah. there's been blind items in the past about that big, the big secret. secret. Yeah, so. All right. We're not sure. All right, so. Next we're gonna, up. Next up. Next up is an unconfirmed blind item. So we're going to have to speculate about who this blind item concerns. We've got a permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actor. Okay. A permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actor. This actor, who is older, is going through staff at a record pace because he was always asking for sexual favors. They would quit, and he was writing checks, and then finally just arranged for a masseuse to come over every day. John Travolta. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's a John Travolta behavior. Yes. Um, A pl- A plus A list, mostly movie actor. Yes, he's older. He's older. So, can you give us a like a decade range for older? You know, I'm gonna say maybe late seventies, early eighties. Early eighties. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah, I was thinking maybe Michael 80s. Douglas, but he's not that old. No. Um, 
Now, I would grant you that if you wanted to speculate Kirk Douglas, but that's not the case. Uh, no, because he's like 100. Yeah. And who... Um, I had a question. Now I forgot. Oh, is this is this actor married? Uh, Do cur- we know? Currently, this person is not married. Okay. Now, we're just speculating, again, based on the comment section mm-hmm. of crazydaysandnights.net, so we don't know for sure. But Can the- you give us, uh, like, a genre or a hint or some, some, uh, some kind of hinty hint? He's probably one of the biggest film actors of all time. I'm going to say the following line. Here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I ahead. mean, you know, hey. All right. So I'll fill in the blank of this blind eye. Everybody needs love. Everybody J- needs a masseuse. That, mm-hmm. Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholson is going through stuff at a record pace because he was always asking for sexual favors. They would quit and he was writing checks and then finally just arranged for a masseuse to come over every day. Okay, so okay, but this masseuse is in quotes, yeah, right? So we yeah, mean hooker. Yes, yes, sex that's worker. A, sex yes, worker. Sex Excuse worker. me. We say sex worker now. Um, that is, this is the thing where I'm like, how, why, how, why did it take you so long to figure out that workaround? And I would say that to much of Hollywood, apparently, mm-hmm. you know, well, and other names that were thrown about in this blind out item included Al Pacino mm-hmm. as possibly being the older actor. He's 77. Jack Nicholson is 80 years old. Oh, wow. I know. Uh, so it could be one of those guys, you know, Kirk Douglas was thrown about, but he's too old. I feel like yeah. that doesn't really qualify for him. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, you guys, we're on uh, crazydaysandnights.net for the source of these blind items, which is a wonderful website that I'll just suck up uh, anytime you have left in a day. He just tweeted the following. I have stayed pretty current in the reveals of Jen and Justin. That is Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau, who just broke up. But here are two new ones with the rest of the reveals from today. Mm. So he just posted, and it's actually one, two, three, four, five. Yes. So uh, reveals. I want to just uh, give a little tease that we will be talking about that in the two o'clock hour. In fact, uh, how many times they have come up in blind items that we've discussed right here on the show. And then Auntie Lawyer, who runs CrazyDaysAndNights.net, which is where we get our uh, blind items from, he has done a great job of compiling all of the blind items that led to or that you know that he had published prior to the information of this breakup. So we we're, we're going to get to that. We'll reveal all of those blind items as they were written before we knew that the two of them had broken up. And we'll do that later in the show. Now, when we come up, when we come back, we've got our Google Trends expert. She's going to tell us what you all have been googling all week long on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. We haven't heard from her <laughs> in a Paris long Hilton. time. So this is her new track, I Need You. Each Friday, we like to look back on the week and reflect what you all have been Googling on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer, and this is our Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we've got Molly Vandenberg on the line. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hey, Colleen and Bradley. I'm doing great. I hope you are as well. We are. Indeed we are. It's Friday. Happy and Friday. It's always fun to check in with you at the end of the week. 
I feel the same way. Okay, so one of the things that was trending that we're a little bit confused about what the two of them have to do with each other is Chinese New Year and Bichon Frise. You are correct. And yes, um, originally those might seem like pretty disparate things. But the reason why we saw both of them trend is that this year in Chinese New Year is the year of the dog. And so that spawned some dog-related queries, especially about the Westminster Dog Show. And the Bichon Frise was a fluffy finalist of this year's show. So a lot of people were looking that up as well. And that's where we saw the tie-in there. Oh, interesting. I will say, did you see that sweet little Bichon that won the Westminster Dog Show? Bichon, and I have a dog who's partial, a uh, parch uh, Bichon. I think Bichon's the way that they groom them is kind of... Um, awkward because they always have these like round super round you know um they just make them so like round like per, yeah like a, a dog in nature does not look like that. kind of like when you see you know hedges trimmed in like a box yes, and yeah. you're like whoa that i just, feel, ba- I just feel bad for the dog like it's like i didn't have any say in this haircut oh i think this sweet little bichon looks like a, a little uh, flynn flynn is the name of that bichon that won looks like a little stuffed animal so cute Yes, it melted my heart. I thought it was absolutely precious. And I've heard that the Bichon has now retired after winning. So hopefully Flynn will get some rest and maybe have some say in his haircuts from this point yes. on. Yes, maybe they can just... Let that thing grow. Go let, natural. Let Flynn's hair fly. <laughs> can I ask a weird question? And I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this, and I wonder if people were Googling this. Um, do they, how much do they win money? How much do they win? Oh, like, sure. what's the prize, yeah. What's the purse? As it were. That is a great question, and I'm sure some people were looking it up. Not something I know off the top of my head, but I would imagine that with the degree of competition that's going on there, I would expect that um, some serious money might be at stake. Right? Very interesting. Okay, so, Molly, now, Colleen hates the Winter Olympics, but... Don't even get me started. I actually have been uh, enjoying some of the stories, the sort of human interest stories out of the Olympics, some of the players, and um, what were people specifically engaging with Google uh, regarding the Winter Olympics to make a trend this week? Sure thing, and it's something that we've been seeing trends since the games tipped off, and that's pretty typical for the Olympic times. And we do see things around like medal counts and who's winning. That sort of stuff drives a lot of search interest. But like you said, what where we see a lot are people looking up specific athletes or those more human interest pieces. I know one of my favorites, and this is one that was trending, is Chloe Tim who is super fascinating to me, um, the 17-year-old snowboarder who made headlines for winning gold in the women's snowboard halfpipe. And she had actually qualified for Sochi back in 2014, but was at the age of 13 too young to go at that time. And I know that I was not accomplishing that level of athletic prowess when I was 13. Oh my so God. I'm no, I really was, into her. I was like um, trying to, you know, I don't even know. Figure out what my best hairstyle should be at 13. You know, I have a name for that because this is the first time I realized that I was um, that I had done nothing with my life was when Tara Lipinski was winning gold medals. So I call that the Tara Lipinski syndrome. Like when somebody is doing so much better than you will ever do in life and they're around the same age and you realize that and you're like, boy, I really have failed. That's the Tara Lipinski syndrome. Isn't that uplifting? I like that (laughs) analogy, though, and that's definitely how I feel with Chloe Kim because she is such a star and so young. In fact, they asked her, like, what what do you want to do next? And she says, I think I'll try to go to prom. 
So Okay, yeah, because what else is there to do once you've, you know, gotten the gold medal in your sport and you're like the top of the heap, then prom seems logical. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Natural next step. Now, why was Olive Garden trending this week? Yeah, so in my opinion, there are never-ending reasons to love Olive Garden. Bottomless. So I'm not surprised <laughs> when it trends. Bottomless reasons, all of the reasons. One of which might be that my parents actually got engaged at an Olive Garden, but that's not why it was trending. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Vandenbergs love Olive Garden, and evidently so does a lot of America, because people were turning to Doodle to look up one of their new menu items, and that menu item is Italian nachos. Oh, that's right. We talked about these. Yes. Um, I thought we talked about them earlier than this last week, but maybe they they just now are, are uh, trending this week. Yep, we're seeing a trend around it this week. I think people, the news about them has been out. People are starting to try them. People are starting to offer their opinions, um, turning to Twitter for those sorts of things. And it's definitely split. You have people that are really on board with them. And for context, they are these deep-fried pasta chips that are then smothered with Alfredo sauce and all other sorts of goodness. Oh, my God, they look amazing. And people are invested. Yeah, they should be invested because I'm looking at a video of them now as somebody decided to order and then eat them uh, and taste test them, and they look amazing. Yeah, Bradley wants to invest in them immediately. And I should say (laughs) that I am a firm believer that nachos are the worst appetizer in the world, um, architecturally speaking, because usually you you peel off the fun stuff on the top layer, and then you have a bottom layer of just dry chips. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I I didn't... Interested to know your thoughts. I hope that you get to try these. I do too. But at fifteen hundred calories an order, I don't know. That's you can that's share. That's a tall order. That is li- share. Li- literally What's a, that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Molly, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us again this week and letting us know what people have been googling. Have a great week, okay? Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Good Bye, to Molly. talk to you, Molly. Uh, Now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have a very, very, very important question to ask you, okay? And it's going to take a little reflection. The question is, what is the best pop of all time? Top of the pops. We got to decide what pop is Is the the best of all time. 651-641-1071. Reflect on that. See what is in your heart. And then give us a call at 651-641-1071. We will determine what is at the top of the pop heap after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 